So you're... <gasps> what is this? <gasps> ASMR. Welcome back to part two, ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the So Your Podcast. <laughs> I am your host, Ryan Redute, and today I am joined again by my friend Bill. I'm back. He's back. Y'all want a twist? The people I asked for it, and here I am. No. <laughs> Ryan, get off the ground. I'm trying to let do a podcast. Me, okay, let me just crawl my way back up here. <laughs> Adding sound effects there. Uh, there's a giraffe in the room. <laughs> Don't talk. That's a sensitive topic right now. Why? Because there's two species of giraffes that oh, are like, your in, family on the endangered species list. Yeah, I know. Just, All right, everyone. You know what to do. Pocket. Reach into your pockets and donate to the <laughs> where's World the, Wildlife where's Relief Fund. Susan Sarandon? Or the, who's the woman that does the adoption um, for the adoptive pets? In the yeah. <laughs> I forget who it was. Uh, Sarah... McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin, everyone. Oh All right, today's music recommendations are Sarah McLaughlin. You just have to listen to her. She's amazing. Um, <laughs> A very current uh, recommendation, Sarah McLaughlin. Yes. She's Do a wiki. She's hip. She's now. She's on the love of our Move Crowley, over, Kim saying. Petras. There's a new pop icon in town. Uh, so I have brought Bill on to have a main topic of conversation, but first, we're going to start off with something more fun. And Bill has a surprise activity for us to do, and then I have a surprise activity as well. But what is your surprise activity? So Ryan thinks I have a surprise activity, but my surprise activity was just my intro. That's it? That was it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint. I mean, we could have, um, ooh. Um, I mean, lately I've been doing like a lot of Billy on the street hot takes or whatever. But, what would be um, if you were... Bill on the street. For <laughs> Just short. Bill. One L. For short. Instead of Billy, what pressing questions would you scream at people? Um, I would definitely ask them how much money they make. Um, <laughs> I do wonder how people would react to that. Like, how many people would actually say like, what like, they make? Yeah, like, if somebody's like, 100,000! <laughs> oh, hi! Like, or, like, I can't imagine, like, two people... I just can't imagine people saying it. Answering my question, I feel like they would know. I feel like they would think they're like still at work, and they're like, "We're not supposed to talk about salaries." Yeah, well, that's why I would want to know. Yeah, Um, yeah, no, or I'd probably ask like pop stars or whatever. I'd be like, "Yeah, Ariana or Mariah," and then people would be like, "Please leave me alone, (laughs) sir." They take off their AirPods. What? (laughs) Okay, Ryan knows I lost my AirPods. It's been um, approximately for those of you at home that are counting. It's been two hundred and two hours. Also, if you live in the Metro Detroit area, you should you will see paper with the picture of the AirPods stapled to your local telephone poles and trees. Yes, actually, yes. This is my ask, my at home activity. (laughs) Um, If everyone could just take a couple, few hours out of their day today and just look um, around in Metro Detroit for my AirPods. You watch Broad City, right? Of course. Yeah, that one scene where Abby loses her phone and she tells the whole bar, she goes, there's a hot guy about to text me. Now link arms, everybody. And then we're going to shuffle around the bar to try to find this phone. Oh one of the God. best episodes in my How could book. you ever rank that? Um, sure. There's actually a new season on, just so everybody knows. More recommendations. <laughs> but so, for those who Sarah don't watch McLaughlin it live. Sarah McLaughlin for yeah. Ben Broad City. 
Very similar. You understand our taste. So that was my made-up activity, right? Okay, that was great. I love it. (laughs) Just drink your tea. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Just kidding. Um, So I actually just have a couple of Spitfire questions, maybe some would-you-rathers that I thought of and I thought would be really good. So we'll start off with an easy one, but cats or dogs? Dogs. Why? (laughs) <laughs> that's two questions but okay um i love not both so, well not, both yeah both yes Ryan right? not so spitfire spitfire right? yeah 2019 <laughs> is about excess and having what you want so if you want cats and dogs go for it in my case i would choose a little dog i don't know i just like i like the love like and a attention. purse dog like a purse dog um, <laughs> I grew up with little dogs, so I don't know. I have, like, this affinity towards them, even though, like, they were kind of okay, terrible. So, so you had um, tiny ones. Yeah, so I guess that's what I'm used to. And they're, like, less athletic. I'm not super just, athletic. Yeah. yeah, I think me and little dogs have so... We just want attention. We just want to be loved. Pet. Kind of, we just want to be pet. Here's a little arm. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. I'm <laughs> uh, more of a horse, but... <laughs> we love treats. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, dogs. Yeah, who doesn't like treats? Um, see, I would pick cats, but again, because I grew up with them. I mean, we I kind of grew up with, like, we had, like, every pet growing up. We had iguana. Wait, you too? Huh? Wait, okay, go through your list. I'll go through mine. We had iguana. Okay. Uh, I had a guinea pig. That was, like, my of own pepper. Um, we had fish, of course, because actually some families don't even have fish growing up. Like, some of my friends didn't even have fish. Yeah. Um, and then we had bunnies. Um, and then my, it was funny cause my mom told my sister, Hey, do not put the male and female together. And my sister did. <laughs> and then we had 12 girls. So we had to give them all away. You had but how many? 12 got, like, bunnies? got 12 after that. For those of you who have seen so, the favorite, yeah. can you picture right now? <laughs> spell or no. <laughs> my activity way, is the spell they, the favorite. The way they spell it is, I always want to be like, favorite. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I know that's not, you know, the correct way to say it. But, so hilarious that you had all those pets because. Yeah, same. and more. We and had geckos, oh, saltwater fish, um, and gerbils. And then the cats, of course. And then we have parakeets, too. But never a dog. Never a dog. Huh. Never a dog. Just with well, all that. Dogs are a little bit more than cats, though. And I think yes. that's like the added tier that my parents were like, we can't. Yeah, That's a lot. Um, so, funny. Yeah. Bunnies, geckos, lizards, hamsters. We were really into hamsters. Yeah. Um, crazy fact I just heard about hamsters is a lot of people think that they're hamsters have died but hamsters actually go into hibernation i don't know feel free to fact check me um, <laughs> fact check fact check <laughs> probably one of many over the course of my time on any <laughs> podcast ever but um then we also had um guinea pigs mm-hmm. um we had one guinea pig guinea and uh guess what we named it pepper no like my gp guinea pig oh. <laughs> we never named it so we just called it gp um what up, gp we still my Parents and my brother still have pet birds. Yeah, um, which is a fun one. When I worked from home last They're week, they're kind of loud. Ah, yeah. yeah, my aunt had a parrot, and that thing would not. I had a new talking. coworker ask me if that was a bird in the background, <laughs> and I had to say yes. Um, yeah, so Something birds, like their kids, right? Uh, and then the kind of, and then fish, of course, and like all those related items. Mm-hmm. The craziest thing that we had though were chinchillas. Ooh, they're so cuddly. So cuddly. I don't mm. know. We thought we were like some rap stars with like they're like high end bunnies. <laughs> yeah, and you used to grab them from your tail. So I just like wonder, like when people came over to my house, like did it smell okay? 
Like was Probably did it not? No, I'm just kidding. Is it just like a little like a, cl- a very clean looking farm? Right. I don't know. Because even like cats, if you don't clean the litter, it starts to smell. Like you should clean the litter like every day or two. And then dogs, they like poop outside, but they, but I well, not when you have chihuahuas. I know somebody who had many dogs who I went to their house and it smelled like pee. All right, like well, it was leave my family out of this, I Ryan. I didn't come for yours. I didn't Thank know you. you. Then, okay? This was fun. <laughs> Bye. Um, okay, the next question will be easy: coffee or tea? As we drink tea. Well, you've served me tea, so wow, tea is my absolute favorite. <laughs> uh, no, I drink. Uh, I, well, I, um, third. What answer, is the answer? Kombucha. <laughs> Kombucha, which apparently I've educated everyone over the last week, is fermented tea. Yep, so that. good. Um, specifically GTs. Again, I'm here for the sponsors, so GT come through. Who GT? Look them up. Also, the founder. Fine. So you're not sponsored by GT. Oh, you should be GT's kombucha, by the way. Um, preferably Bilberry Blessing, of course. Yeah. Bilberry <laughs> Blessing. Is How that a flavor? That's a real flavor. Oh yeah. my gosh. I'm very fortunate. Do you I only know. buy that one? <laughs> yes, I'm. I have a hundred sitting in my fridge right now. Uh, but yeah, no. If I had to choose between coffee or tea, I would probably go coffee. But um, those people that know me really well know I have to watch my consumption because yeah. I'm usually sit at about an eight, a seven yeah. or eight on the energy level. And if I have coffee at the wrong time of day, you can see me at like eleven. Yeah, hi. (laughs) What do you want to talk about? Let's talk about your childhood trauma. Love Cameron Diaz and what happens in Vegas (laughs) when she's at the meeting. You know, I get that a lot. (laughs) Coffee. Um, Your tea. I have to do tea. I think more because I mean, you don't do a ton of caffeine. No, I can't do a lot of caffeine, but I love the taste of coffee. And like when I go, because you're a hipster. Because I'm a hipster, I go to coffee shops a lot. And, um, he sprayed, he filled his, um, his lush tea tree bottle, spray bottle actually with coffee, just so yeah. he could smell like it, even though he doesn't drink it. Really. I do love the smell too. And like coffee flavored oh, things I like mm-hmm. too. Um, but yeah, I have to do drink tea, but tea, you can get kind of exotic with it in a way. There's like some teas that are very strong, like sleepy teas that will just like knock you out. And I just find that experience interesting that like all of a sudden you drink this. And it's the reverse of coffee. You literally get knocked out. Because <laughs> I never took like NyQuil or anything like that. So that's my experience with that. <laughs> you never went robo-tripping? <laughs> no. A lot of people say that's what it's like, though. <laughs> oh, God. They said they've had some weird dreams on NyQuil. But, um, um, pretty excited. Side note. Yeah. Again, me promoing someone for no reason. It's but okay. um, GT's Kombucha is making a CBD infuse. Um, like CBD oil? Mm-hmm. So, will that- so that's like, it's like a sleepy kombucha, I have to imagine. Like oh it's like gosh. a chill. We'll be the first on the docket for them and Sam's clubs everywhere. <laughs> I'll, I'll literally be like, yeah, I'll be in the back room waiting. <laughs> I put in my pre-orders. <laughs> I put in my case of 12. Um, <laughs> what is your biggest regret? No, I'm just kidding. No. Wait, are you no, this no, a serious question? question? Oh no my question. God. Wait, I swear you can read into my mind. So my whole life, okay, this is good. You were expecting out. this. No, <laughs> I, I could see it on, Ryan has these like, yeah. written down and I could see, I was like, that's the next question. That's yeah. No, so my whole life, for whatever reason, like, you know, I don't know. I feel like everyone has, like, that thing that's sort of, like, they hear in the back of their mind. Oh, totally. And that was always mine. Like, what do you regret? Yeah. What do you regret? Is there um, something that always comes out? No! Uh, I like to say that I have no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Um, if I had, yeah, if I had gotten a, a, a tattoo in the inside of my mouth, yeah. then maybe I would say I had some regrets. Um, no no shade to those with inner mouth tattoos. I actually... It's not my heart. I actually have one. That a regret? Yeah. Is that like, is that why you put this on? Okay, everyone. Ryan wants to talk about his regret. Is a lame moment. No, 
but getting a little bit more like emotional, similar to like what the later part of this podcast I think will be more about. But there was this point when I was like eight years old. I think my parents oh, we always used to go to Cedar Point. And one time, I never rode the roller coasters though. I hate did roller coasters. I haven't tried them in a while, so maybe I'd like. What? Them. I don't know. I guess it's so. I'm like, a ride warrior for some so reason. Skydiving seems like easier to me than like riding a roller coaster. <laughs> I don't know. Is why. it the stomach thing? <laughs> maybe and just like the whole like getting thrown around a bunch is what gets you. Whereas skydiving, there's like two people free falling. I don't know why. Yeah, no, that sounds way I know, more it makes chill no sense. It makes than no sense. having a seatbelt. <laughs> uh, but the nah. one time we were sitting outside this roller coaster waiting for my family to finish riding it, and I personally have always, I like went through like crying growing up because like everybody, just because everybody would be saying, oh, ride this roller coaster, ride it. And Break it down. I would Break say like, no, no, hand. I don't want to. It'd be it'd make me very anxious as a child. But one time we were sitting uh, outside the roller coaster and my mom noticed this like uh, guy coming over with like holding his daughter's hand and her, his daughter was just like crying and she was saying like, I don't want to go on this roller coaster. I don't want to go on this. And me being like eight years old, in my head, it's not like, oh, let me approach this older dad and tell him that she doesn't need to ride the roller coaster if she doesn't want to. <laughs> but I should have. As a kid. And maybe because You maybe still that would have think about that? I re- it's in my mind. Oh, like, my and I God. Talk, I forget to my mom sometimes whenever uh, someone says something in the world and I feel like I maybe didn't say yeah. something to stand up for it. You, Very few times. You go back to that. It reflects on me. I go back to that sometimes. I'm a little bit triggered in that situation of you should speak up. So now, yes. you know, I try to speak up, you know, for everything and stick up for the little guy. But... 100%. Um, yeah, it always says me in the very place. It's weird, but it's like stuck with me this whole time. Because I was like, I relate. I relate to so much to her of like people wanting you to do something you don't want to do and then going forth like crying about it ultimately. Did she go on the roller coaster? Baby. No, they like walked away and he like oh. pulled her arm. And I'm like, what kind of father? No. Like, not like so aggressively to where it was like, you know, Came my, my mom being a social worker. I think at that point step we in. stepped in. Yeah, but it's just like the fact that he was like not even, I don't know just being weird with her and not oh. accepting that she just didn't want to. So it was weird. It was just a weird thing. Little girl, if you're yeah, out there, if you're out there, let us know. <laughs> let us know. So you're afraid of roller coasters? Oh, actually, next episode, I have her on. <laughs> I found her. Reunited. We'll, we'll put it on Craigslist. Reunited. Lost Connections. We'll see if she um, finds us. What's something, so going back to the question that I was actually going to ask, but what is something <laughs> you're really proud of? Oh my gosh. Uh... I don't, I'm a, I'm an Aries, so I'm a pretty boastful. Yes, that's okay. my I think one of the three key uh, determinants of an Aries is <clears throat> is pride. Um, so, gosh, what am I really proud of? Um, I think. Well, we'll get to um, sort of my trauma. Yeah. Um, but I think I've rolled with a lot of the things that haven't gone well in my life, and mm-hmm. so many things have gone really well. But I think what I'm most proud of is the time prouds of proud of is the the times where I've kind of bounced back yeah and whatnot so whether it was like coming out mm-hmm. um and sort of like making you know what could have been like a negative a positive or you know I was super duper thick yeah in high school which is not a bad thing but thick, thick I mean <laughs> thick might be generous I think <laughs> or the opposite of generous um but you know kind of like getting my life in order there mm-hmm. um 
Yeah, I don't fighting know. fighting for your life and fighting for my and, life and bouncing but, back. Yeah, that's like um, proud of it. Yeah, yeah, and I'd like to thank any any contributions to other people's lives I've made. Those are the things I'm most proud of. Yeah, <laughs> and he inter- says, "Well, most thanks sincerely. for coming in for the interview." No, <laughs> he sounds awful. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I would say mine's kind of similar in that, uh, like I I feel like I have cojones to fight. For the things that I want, mm-hmm. and I'm always proud whenever I do. Well, yeah, though, you always fight for what you, you want now yeah. because you didn't fight for that girl at some point. No, honestly, that could be the whole reason. That's your trauma. That I do this. <laughs> yeah, maybe I was like, I experienced this so early on in life that I said, I'm never going to let this happen again with anybody that I come into contact with or myself. So maybe that's why I'm, I always try to be really helpful. But yeah, so I'd say like similar. I think that's always something that people, when they do have that, can be like, yes, like yes. I am. I am the master of my life. Wow. Yeah. And I help others. <laughs> well, totally. And as you were thinking about that, I was kind of thinking like what, you know, in sort of a professional standpoint, what am I most proud of? And mm-hmm. I, I think it is sort of like finding my sort of like destiny and what I do. So I'm a yeah. recruiter, but I started in accounting and, um, you know, I kind of like was very fortunate in how I sort of worked my magic in order to get to sort of what's my dream job. Exactly. Um, and I think about it all the time. Like, wow, like, I don't know if I could do all of that now. Like I had a lot yeah. of, you know, cojones, um, and <laughs> also to sort of do. be super transparent and yeah. you know find people who supported sort of my vision and mm-hmm. you know like so far so good. Still That's doing the it, hard still part it. is you do have to find the people that are on the same page as you. Like for me, jumping from so many jobs, I always had a plan in mind. Always had the long term man plan. with a plan. Here. But most people would say like you're crazy to leave that level of a job after only working there for 10 months to a year. And Ryan would say, watch me do it four more times over the next four years. <laughs> exactly. So more like if someone tells me not to do something, I'm that person that says, watch me like, do it. <laughs> when like, someone says like, jump, you say nothing. You I just walk away. <laughs> um, Okay, this one, these two are actually ones I was really proud of, <laughs> to be honest. Are you bringing it back uh, to the fun? Because I yeah, just promised this is, fun uh, questions. Yeah, you are, so far, I feel like we've gotten kind of deep. <laughs> Good fun questions. So I'm swishing around my teeth. Yeah. Okay, response. would you rather have would you rather? 20 pound telekinesis or be able to walk through 20% of walls? <laughs> Wait, 20 pound? Telekinesis? Like you can only lift things with your mind that are up uh. to 20 pounds. <laughs> Or walk through 20% of walls? Yeah, like, you're going to attempt it, what? but it's only going to work 20% of the time. <laughs> or, like, you only can walk through 20% of materials, or certain materials of a wall. Ryan, I feel like you didn't fully flesh out this question. Um, okay. <laughs> I want 20... to leave it open-ended a bit, because uh, it's hard to get to Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's great. Um, I think I'm going to say... Because both have their issues. The fur... Yeah. Because you could try to walk through a wall, it could not work, and then you could try to lift something, like a glass of water with your telekinesis, but maybe it's a really I mean, heavy glass of water, it's a bucket. Y- yeah. And it's not, it's more than 20 pounds and it drops. Like, thank you so much for this offer, but like, my life's pretty good right now and I don't think I really need either. Uh, but if I had to choose, I think I would go with the 20 pounds of telekinesis. Okay. Um, and my thought is that I think you have a pretty good grasp around like what's 20 pounds. Um, yeah. also like I could have so much fun with my nieces, not to bring it back to the first episode or anything, but I think they're all still, Hashtag. well, at least two of them are probably. Hashtag so you're a gunkle. So you're a gunkle. Check it out. Episode, uh, two. Uh, it was two. Oh my gosh. Two. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, if you guys want to go back and listen to that, I'm not like trying to compete for like most lessons or anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I would choose 20 pounds of telekinesis. I think I could have fun with my nieces. I think the walls thing sounds really complicated. Like, I would walk up to a wall and be like... <laughs> yeah, you just have to you just have to test it. First like, constantly. Yeah, and I don't want... I don't know. I think I would want tele- 20 pounds of telekinesis as well. Okay, But if Explain. I was, like, a criminal... Criminal. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, if I had planned to, like, rob a bank or something, that would be nice. So, <laughs> I'm over here. I want to have I'm fun with my nieces. I'm thinking in terms of like superheroes and supervillains. And Meanwhile, the supervillain would want the walls, maybe. And the hero would want telekinesis. Yeah, to like throw apples at their Yeah, enemies. I guess really what I... I don't actually know what I would do with the 20 pounds of telekinesis. You could just like, I mean, okay. like lift clothing and fold it. How about if you could just have any superpower? You know, like a, a fun, normal question. That's too easy. What would it be? That's too easy. One, two, three. Fly. telekinesis. Because then you could do every other power. I could fly. I can control water, oh. earth, fire, air. I could do anything, really. Okay. Wow. Or well, from, oh, yeah. That was good choice. Yeah. Great. All right. Okay. <laughs> I feel good about Do you this. still feel good about your choice of superpower? Um, no, yeah. I think I would still do flying. Um, you know, I don't... I don't need you to have everything. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I'm not trying to... Because if you have full telekinesis or whatever and you can do all of these things, like, yeah. that's a lot of expectation. And I'm in, like, this point in my life where I'm trying to, like, ex- lower my expectations so I can exceed them. And I just feel like you'd constantly be, like, going at like, the gamut. what like, else can I do? Whereas you're, like, oh, my like, gosh, I thought of something new to do with my one thing. They're, like, this building's so on fire, built. No one's in it. And we were going to tear it down anyways. But can you, like... Can you, Save somebody. Can you put it out? And I'm like, mm, see, like, I can only fly. Meanwhile, they'd be like... So, like, I could carry buckets They'd be you. like, Ryan, lift that inflatable pool with 20,000 gallons of water on top of it. And he'd be like, I'm just trying to, like, take a bath. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to hang out. I'd be like, sorry. I'll do I it from, like, outside my window. And based on, like, X-Men, Jean Grey looked like she had a lot of, like, mental hardships having telekinesis, so... Yeah, that was my main need, reason I would for probably not need choosing to be, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just... I, mm-hmm. I would... It would be a lot. <laughs> reading, pe- reading people's mind would not be fun. I would never want to do that. Yeah. That'd be I, too aggressive. I always thought I would because I, I, um, I always said like more, like what is it, knowledge is power and like, yeah, um, yeah I just always like, give me more information. Like even if I, you don't think I want to hear it. Yeah. And as I get older, sort old, uh, I find that I, I don't as much. I always wanted to know everything and now I'm like, mm, like, keep that. Like, Someone yeah. will start to tell a story, and usually I'm like all ears, all ears, and yeah. it's kind of like gossipy or whatever. And yeah. Lately, I've been like, mm, not my heart. No. Do you still like research things? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> um, if, yeah, if I don't know. I was just telling someone, that's like my nighttime routine. It's like if I learned something that day, or if I um, someone like told me something that was yeah. wild. Like last night, um, oh my gosh, what is it called? My Some interns at work were telling me about... Um, Sleep paralysis? Yeah, I've heard about that. I feel like we might even have talked about this before. And yeah. I knew very little I know about some it. people that have had it. And I still know very little yeah. about it. Um, because, like, I fell asleep reading it. But, whoa! It's insane. It's insane! Yeah. And it just happens to people all the time. Yeah. And that's just, like... And it's... I don't... I yeah. mean, do you... Is it a serious medical condition? But, but it's, like, chronic. I've known people that who have that issue who also have night terrors. 
as Oof, well. Yeah, no thanks. Which I think is even like, I mean, that's scary to be Night scared. Night is like not getting a text back for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be here waiting up all night. Like, yeah, like all my dreams growing up were like, I was tardy to class and there was no way for me to make it to class on time. Ryan, give me your hand again. <laughs> Has, ladies and gentlemen. I was I just, and I talked about this man. in another podcast, but I was such like a goody two shoes in high school that that was my biggest fear so your <laughs> childhood sounds terrible <laughs> um but no the night terrors thing is crazy because i can't imagine being scared to go to sleep the best to thing away, ever i know to and you'd be afraid of like it. sleep yeah. paralysis or nope, night terrors or something like that I thank can't imagine. you next um speaking of next so <laughs> the uh second question and last question of the not so spitfire spitfire round uh, is would you rather have a spoonful of something full of flavor mm. or a plate of something that has some flavor? <laughs> I'm sorry. These questions are so <laughs> wild. Exactly. Um, oof. Okay, I'm going to say... Um, I'm hard-hitting but not at the same time. No, I'm all about an amuse-bouche, <laughs> so I'm going to go spoonful of a ton of flavor. Yeah. Um, I'll also hope that it, you know, like, has all the complete macros and, yes. like, you know, like, maybe it's, like, an almond butter or something, like... It's a big spoon, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've also, like, been watching what I'm eating lately, so that sounds like the move for me. What about you? I would say the same. I disagree. I think Ryan would choose the full plate. Ryan is the slimmest, biggest eater I know. Like, my favorite thing in the world is to be like, hey, Ryan, do you want a snack? And as I'm asking, just put it in front of him. If we were at a restaurant and we had a bread basket, I would choose the spoonful of flavor. If we did not have a bread basket, I could not. What do you mean? Not have a bigger plate. Oh, right, like, because you would eat all the bread. Yeah, so you I would could just eat all the bread and then just have this <laughs> I believe it. I've like, seen it. That's how I get nervous at small plate venues. <laughs> but I'm going to, what if I get hungry? Am I going to order something for $13 and it come out as, like, three circle? Like, it's one spoonful full of flavor? <laughs> no, give me the plates full of no flavor. Hashtag small plate fear. <laughs> it's a serious condition, everyone. It's a serious condition. Look it up before you go to bed tonight. It's sweeping the nation as <laughs> these fancy, hip, joint small plate places start popping up. <laughs> yeah, fast casual for that. Fast casual. Um, okay, well, thanks for going through that Spitfire round. <laughs> On it, I would say thank you, but I'm just going to say you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> That's okay, too. <laughs> um, so to go into the main part of the podcast that uh, we wanted to go through today, uh, Bill and I were discussing things we would want to talk about, and Bill went through a certain experience that I know a bunch of people that have gone through the same thing, and I think it's something that I've never heard talked about really outside of, um, you know, person-to-person communication. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we thought it would be good to discuss it, but the experience is ultimately losing a family member, uh, which I can only imagine is incredibly difficult. Um, And would you be comfortable just kind of talking about what happened yeah for sure yeah i don't recommend it um, don't, to anyone not, a, <laughs> not one of bill's recommendations <laughs> <laughs> i'll have plenty later though so yeah. there'll be more fun at the end i promise yes um yeah so i talked through kind of a couple of the like difficult things i've been through in my life and like i said mostly very very you know has, hashtag blessed mm-hmm. um but yeah so my junior year of high school um my on my way to school 
um, me and my sister, we were listening to the In the Heights album. I was making her listen to Blackout probably Good while album. I was singing on top of my lungs. And she kept getting a series of texts saying like, hey, something's going on back at your house. Like, just drove by. Like, there's every type of emergency vehicle there ever. Yeah. Um, and we immediately, you know, we're like, oh my God, what, 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 tell us more. Like, we're just going to keep, like, we. I was like, just keep driving. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm on my way to school. I love school. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out back there. Yeah. And, um, so then I was like, well, call home, call home. Didn't answer, didn't answer. And finally, um, my mom, I believe answered and said, come home. So we drove back and my sister is just in full on tears. And I'm just like, well, we, we don't know what's happening. Like we're going to yeah. figure it out or whatever. We still haven't figured out yet. What no, no. And so, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I won't give you all the details of the day because, mm-hmm. um, people are trying to enjoy their lives and I'm not trying yes. to get them and cry at home. So anyways, what had happened was, um, my brother had died. So um, my oldest brother, I'm one of six kids, um, and uh, my oldest brother, so second from the top, um, had died of a drug overdose um, during the night. And so um, we came home and found that out. Um, and yeah, the most wild, most, uh, I remember every second um, from that day and from you know the next year and really kind of reformed uh, the way I think about life and death and family and mm-hmm. love and addiction and um, all those things to this day. Yeah, and, and talking about addiction a little bit too, because that's something that I talked about right. in season one. Oh of my the goodness! Podcast. Yeah, and um, shout out to Helena. Mm-hmm. Oof. But Good for her. you had talked about how he was kind of experiencing some issues with drugs beforehand too. Mm-hmm. Right, which kind of led up to this happening. Right. How yeah. was that experience, having this, like, almost... Because from what you had mentioned, I believe you kind of said he was, like, a little bit distant during yeah. that time period. Yeah, so it was kind of... I mean, like, so he passed away when he was 20, a couple months short of his 21st birthday, um, which is just... That number, for some reason, always gets me. I'm like, I'm five years older Yeah. now. Like, than I, he was then. Yeah, to only have been, gosh. And 21 is that classic number that people you're like When your life really with begins with and youth. fun and yeah. youth. and Yeah, so to imagine someone was, you know, hard just past being a teenager mm-hmm. and that to happen to them is just insane. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, we just... Uh, it, it's hard to say, like, we had no idea as a family, but also to pretend that we were like, oh, my gosh, something terrible, terrible, terrible is happening. Because yeah. that's just kind of what him and a lot of his friends were like, you know? Mm-hmm. Whether it's just like, maybe, like, is he high? Is, he's not 21. Maybe he shouldn't be drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of didn't quite know exactly what was going on, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it was... A, a complete and utter, you know, shock. It wasn't like he was someone who was, you know like in treatment or anything like that and mm-hmm. it didn't come across as that serious it was just a young person um you know living made, life and yeah being what i know now young, is you know crazy yeah you know. it was you know suffering through addiction and yeah. wasn't his fault at all but in you know when you're 17 or you know even you know if you're the parent you know yeah when I, you don't know and you're just like stop making these bad decisions mm-hmm. um you know these small bad decisions and you know coming home late being like oh like what yeah because parents just stop doing involved this. exactly you know, as, yeah as, as people get older once the car is involved and someone has the freedom to do whatever they want whenever yeah they want, really right i mean yeah I mean, as much as you can tell them like you know hey like you have to be home by this time or, or go you to know, your room they'll just go out the window you know right or <laughs> exactly in all honesty it's like it kind of it's like yeah, and so, and, and you know, I think my family's always sort of been, like, 
I don't not hands off, but sort of like wanting us to have our independence and things like that. Yeah. I'm super grateful for that. Um, but I think it, you know, also, but it's just the situation, uh, how we were brought up. And so it wasn't as much like, you know, like tiger parents or anything like no. that, where, where maybe some of those things would have been more, you know, apparent, I suppose. Um, and were you guys close growing up? What was the age difference? Yeah. So years wise. Yeah. So we have a brother in between us. So, um, we are, gosh, four, I want to say everyone, mm-hmm. um, from top to bottom is only like 10 years apart. Yeah, you guys are all pretty close. Yeah, we're really close. So um, I would say about four. Um, in terms of, you know, I was kind of the classic, I think, younger brother of yeah. two older straight brothers. I, say, I, don't, I don't know your, like, you have a, young, a youngest personality. You think so? Because you're similar to mine and I'm the youngest. So I, my personality is I'm the star in my own world, uh, <laughs> because I'm a middle child. So I was always fighting for attention. So, um, I, he was kind of really the star, like the older, you gotcha. know, hockey player, super athletic. He yeah. won like, uh, most comedic or or class clown. Okay. I think. So, okay. Um, I'm getting a visual. Of yeah. Like, like super popular yeah. guy, uh, captain of the varsity hockey team, mm-hmm. total hockey bro. And I'm like, yeah, this, the choir, of pres- the president of choir like that to give you like an idea. So we didn't have a lot in common. Um, you know, I mean, he was a, you know, a good brother. We Mm -hmm. like, we both liked dressing well and preppy. That was like a thing we shared. Um, I remember, you know, obviously there's different moments after someone passes where you're like, Oh my God, like they're really gone. And I remember mine was, I had to wear a tie. And my, my dad's like works in masonry. He has an auto tie to tie. My yeah. older brother works with him now. Um, he has an auto tie to tie. Yeah. Not that people in masonry don't know how to tie ties. <laughs> um, but I was like, oh my God, like, what am I going to, I have to go to this thing and I have to wear a tie and yeah. I don't know how to wear it. Um, and he's not here to help me. Um, so that was kind of like a thing that we bonded over was clothes and stuff. And I think mm. we were like the same shoe size. <laughs> We'd like switch out at that. You are so. all about your fashion. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, no, we didn't have as much in common. And I think that it's, loss is such an interesting thing because of things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, is it easier or is it harder? You know, if they, if they weren't your best, you know, your, if you lost your best friend, that's, that's one thing. But if you lost someone and you question like, gosh, what well, could we have been? Yeah. Is that, does that make it easier? Does that make it worse? You know? mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if I have an answer. So post, let's say the climax of yeah. what happened, starting on that resolution, down the mountain. How do you even start off from that? Oh my gosh. Well, it's what's that first step (laughs) that like you took to start to live your life in this completely different reality? Sure. I think the next day kind of describes well how sort of I took it. Um, so that night, like my mom slept in my bed with me, not because I needed her, but because she needed me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, that was kind of, that kind of, I think explains a lot of sort of what the next couple years and even maybe to now, now looks like in terms of just sort of being there for her. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I went to school the next day, which is insane. It was so, um, he passed away Wednesday night, which what they told us and then, yeah found him on Thursday. So I was on my way to school, didn't go to school. On Friday morning, though, like, my friends knew, my closest friends knew, but, yeah. I didn't, like, teachers didn't find out. No one knew. They didn't, so, like, send the email. Yeah, and I didn't want to get behind so on school. And I didn't want to be around that, like, you know, it was just utter sadness of people coming and visiting yeah. us. And, you know, when you're far enough away from grief, it really hits you really quickly. Yeah. You're just, like, you just, it's just a, 
it's a levee that's breaking and all of the tears that the water is tears yeah. just comes rushing out right away. Um, and so people would come visit and we were just like stone cold and, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously emotional at times, but like laughing at other times because like, yeah. it is so to realize you're not going to see someone that you've seen every single day for your whole life ever again is it's just like not an emotion you can describe. Right. And I mean, I had lost my grandparents and things like that and other family members, but not like, not someone I saw every day. Yeah. Um, and so like we were just in utter shock. So I went to school and I was pretty like fine. Yeah. All my friends were like, what are you doing like, here? You and okay? Yeah. But I was like, no, like if my, I remember thinking like, I can't screw anything up now. Like, yeah. I have to be perfect. Yeah. Um, and so I have to live this life and be perfect. Yeah. And not, not, not like I need to like make up like the life that he's not getting to live, but like, I don't want anything to ever disappoint my parents ever again. Gotcha. So like I went into my like AP classes the next day Mm -hmm. and like I went, I only went the first half because those are like my super serious classes and I couldn't stand to like going to choir because I knew everyone in there was going to be like fucking singing hallelujah around me. You're like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. I love you guys. I uh, love you guys no, so much. I but can't. um yeah, so and then you immediately go into funeral planning, yeah. which is also just horrendous to and go as, through as a high school young person of like cutting out pictures of you and your brother say, and posting they, on a like, board and like you guys did they get you guys all involved too, or did like the, your parents just separately say like No, it was like all hands on deck, whoever was over. Gotcha. You know, like, I mean, our door was just open. People, I mean, so many, we were super fortunate to have so many awesome people mm-hmm. in our life that had gone through similar things or um, just knew the right things to say. And I mean, you know, my parents, it's not like they, they didn't know what, you know, they had, they, their grief was the worst of all, right? I was so going to say, it's different know what to grief do on every end of the spectrum, us. I, I mean, they're amazing, but, yeah. um, so we were very, very fortunate. I remember this, the sweetest neighbor lady, like, she just started getting me tickets to musicals. She's like, oh. this kid loves those things. <laughs> you love yeah. Wicked? I know you do. <laughs> right, honestly. So shout out to her. Yeah. Um, but just like, and, you know, really, really great friends and things like that. But anyways, um, so yeah, my goal was just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna screw anything up. Um, Why did you so, feel that? way though just because that and that for me was the context that he like it was like avoidable right i didn't at that time i didn't look at addiction as a disease i looked Mm -hmm. at it as a choice and it's not yeah um you know you can make bad decisions that lead towards that but ultimately like you doing drugs and becoming addicted to them is not a character it's not like your fault no yeah like yeah like maybe you shouldn't have put yourself in those positions but also you're like hardly not a teenager anymore. Like yeah. I think back to the stupid things I probably did at 20 and I'm like, you know, maybe I could have been it's at the a, same place. It's almost like someone's tiptoeing around quicksand, <clears throat> looking at it. They fall in. They're like half, yeah. halfway submerged and someone's just like, well, right you got yourself into this mess. And it's like, if you and took not two helping. steps, you could be there too. <laughs> yeah, if, like, yeah. Whatever. And so <laughs> like, I'm already in it. Okay. I can't, I can't right. escape without your help. Thank you. Yeah. So I was just like, it's funny. You asked like what you're most proud of or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was my, literally, I was like the next several years, you know, I'm going to finish off high school super strong. I'm going to like go somewhere that's going to give me a whole yeah. ride. I'm going to, you know, be all these things. I'm going to win all these things. I like, that was the year I got into Allstate Honors Choir, one of the, yeah. <laughs> the proudest moments of my life. Um, because it's just like heads down, like I'm not going to, all I need to make sure is that I do my best and that everyone around me can 
find some pride, hopefully maybe find some joy or whatever, yeah. because I'm going to try to be as happy as possible. Um, but um, yeah, it was just a lot of consoling. It was a lot of thinking about how my life was changed. You mm-hmm. know, at that time, I wanted to go away to school. Yeah. Um, when I, you know, like going into my junior year, this was like the second week of my junior year. Um, I... And, you know, I was like, well, that's no longer an option. Yeah. I wanted to come out soon. And I was like, that's no longer an option. Yeah. Like, all the uh, the life I had So you kind of put other things on hold. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know, because you wouldn't, like, for coming out, I guess you do kind of assess. Yeah, you assess everyone, your situation. What's the state everyone's What's the vibe in? everyone yeah. said? And I'm like, hmm, I don't feel like I want to see how we're going to react to that. Right. And my parents were, were great with reacting to that. But I was like, let's not add any stressors. More or emotion that might be. to exactly. the situation. Yeah. So um, really just threw myself into school and mm. into, you know, like little, my little jobs that you have in high school. Yeah. Um, you know, started creating my water park empire. Um, and then was just there, you know, as much as I could be for my family. And what I mean by that is I think what people don't realize is how much someone can just like turn into a puddle and that someone has to be like the strong one. And yeah, it's insane now to look back and know at 16, like yeah. that was me. Well, cause motivation is not something that comes naturally. It's not like an endorphin that no. you get that says, Hey, you should do something successfully. Yeah. You need to have like, something. You need to mentally yeah. say to yourself, you need to do this. Here's why I'm doing and it. And no one's, yeah. and it's a hard, unless you have other people like you to say, hey, you need to do this or <laughs> we need to do this yeah. know, together. Um, and Something like that. Yeah. I mean, I just, so then like probably the hardest part was just like not how, you know, I mean, my family was still great and whatever, but like I said, you know, yeah. puddles and I get it. And I think um, one of the hardest parts I think back on is I couldn't ask my mom how she was doing for a year. Because right it was just immediate tears. Like, yeah, it was yeah. so crazy to go to school and be, like, yeah. happy-go-lucky kid who was doing wellness classes or whatever. And, and then, then come, come home and it's just, like, we were all just crying all the time. Yeah. Um, and so, tears yeah. Are, tears are good, though. Tears are good. Really well, I, someone, it, you know, people always ask, like, what can you, you know, there's that age-old question of, like, what can you do when you, what can you do? What, do what you can I do for somebody? you? Sorry. Sorry. What can I do for you? Yeah. Like, let me know how I can help. Like after someone's lost and you're like, I don't know what I can actually do. Or yeah. But I think some of the biggest things for me were people offering their perspectives. Um, you know, like I got really into religion for like two seconds and realized yeah. it wasn't for me. But in those couple of moments, like that was helpful that people are like, Hey, like let's do some rosaries. And Try I carried around a rosary for two days and was yeah. like, would look at it and was like, that meant something to me. And you know, then it didn't, but like yeah. those couple of days that was helpful or someone was like grief is like um oh my gosh like uh like you have like sand in your hands gosh we're mm-hmm. using a lot of sand metaphors today or whatever <laughs> like you can release it slowly over time you're yeah. gonna have this like sand in your hands um but Hashtag like at least at least it's not like yeah you're not like losing it all at once or you can you know like lose it all at once and yeah. be like you know like a basket case and in a lot of cases people that were close to us but not like our immediate family yeah. that's sort of how they dealt with it and they're like coming to us for, yeah. for, for like support. Like, how am I going to get through this or whatever? And we're just, you know, letting out a little sand at a time yeah. um, and like holding it up for these other people around us when, you know, inside we were really going through a ton, but yeah. um, sort of the way we were dealing with our grief. And I'm not sure which one is better, but hearing things like that. And I said, okay, well, like I'm going to like right now, everyone is 
sand's coming out of everywhere, water. Yeah. I don't remember the metaphor. I'm so sorry. No, but, I, I think um, people can envision it. I can envision it. Right. Maybe it was water. Maybe it was, I don't know. Uh, but um, Which material was it? Guys, if you know at home, let me know. But yeah, so, you know, letting it out over time. And, um, you know, for me, I was like, well, that's, that's my option. Um, mm-hmm. Or other people just being like, hey, like, I was the one who had to hold it together. Like, here's the things that helped me. I found yeah. my outlets. So maybe your outlet isn't the person you're trying to be strong for, but you need to find those friends. Ryan, I am trying to talk about something serious. And you got phone notifications <laughs> coming through. Oh, my God. No. So, uh, yeah. And, like, finding those people that can be strong for you so that you can be weak with them. I know, like, yeah. even my roommate um, that I have now – um, I don't even know if she knows this, but she, for like a year and a half after, like, and we were, we've always been friends. Yeah. Um, but she would just like, how are you doing? Like, and not like the, like, let's sit down and talk about your trauma no. or like the late night, like car like, chats that I would have with good. other friends are amazing. But yeah. like, Hey, like I know other people probably aren't thinking about this right now, but it's only been six months. Like, yeah. how are you hanging in there? Like things like that. And those people were uh, like how I kind of was was starting to work through it on my own. You know, yeah. how I worked through it so that I could support others was by doing my best and by, you know, like just kind of shutting off those other things that may have been bothering me or whatever. Yeah. Eating my feelings. Um <laughs> but um definitely I mean super I think that's what I would want to is mm-hmm. I tend to absorb emotions rather than spill them out. Um mm-hmm. In the sense, especially with people passing, I don't know, it's a weird mm-hmm. thing. And I like will sometimes almost like get angry about like having to deal with all those emotions all at once. Yeah. Or, just, or just having to deal with being in like all that sadness from even other people too. Or even, yeah. even people saying like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. You know, never really impacted me in a way. Right, right, right. But then I had a conversation with my mom and she was saying like, well, a lot of it is for the other people, you know, (laughs) and that, so if you yourself are not feeling affected by it in the spilling out emotion way, (laughs) help the people who are, or help the people that are feeling that way, get through it, you Mm -hmm. know, and kind of put your energy towards that, put all the emotion you're absorbing into dishing it out to other people. Yes. And so I kind of had to learn how to like funnel all the, <laughs> the energy inside my heart and my mind <laughs> to do that kind of thing, which Excellent. it sounded like you had a similar experience of kind of being the one absorbing a lot. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, to your point, like I, I feel like I know how to tr- not help because there is there is nothing you can do at no. the same time as you can, but. Well, like you said, um, give so, options or, but, or give, yeah, give but, ideas or say, how are you doing? I think it's good right. because then it gives you the opportunity to maybe share something if you would like to. Absolutely. You know, and something I, you're feeling. Yeah, try to use that, you know, all the time when people are going through a tough thing. And it doesn't have to be, you know, like the loss of someone. It could be, you mm-hmm. know, they're going through a divorce or they had a miscarriage or some, you know, they lost their job or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's just trying to identify, you know, what they actually need and offering perspective and also giving them space and seeing what they're not getting from other places as well. I think the, the friends and the family that were able to do that for me to say like, he doesn't need to, you know, be able to, 
talk about it or whatever. He needs to, like, have a fun outlet. Yeah. Like, the friends who, like, still invited me to things. Or, I mean, like, a week after, um, <laughs> actually, like, God, probably, like, two days after, my friends from choir asked me to, there was always this thing that we did where we did impressions of, yeah. like, some of, like, the biggest personalities in choir. Could you yeah. imagine if we did that now? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Um, and so I had a little diva friend was, like, always, like, the little star of choir. It yeah. was awesome. She was, like, the Rachel Berry. And uh, for Glee fans out there. And they were like, Bill, we know you're going through a lot, but we think you'd be amazing if you'd put on this wig and pretend to be her during, like, our skit <laughs> at our, like, hayride, which was, like, again, yeah. like, a week later or whatever. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know. Like, I'm just, like, I don't know if I could, like, do that. Blah, yeah. Blah. But it was exactly what I needed because mm-hmm. it was, like, a distraction. It's a distraction. It brings you back to normal. It brings you back to normal. Right. It, like... People are because life does gave me attention, which you know that's important to me. Yeah, Um, yeah, and exactly like life goes on, and like I, you know, that was also has always been really important to me is the fact that like you know that's I mean it's so cliche, but it's like that's what the person that's gone wants. They don't like as much as like you know like I can't wait until you know like I'm wherever you go when you pass on, and I'm watching everyone in all white at my funeral. Yeah, um, you know, and like I have like you know, a giant choir there yeah. and like everyone is singing Josh Groban and Jess mm-hmm. Glenn's best hits. Um, so there it is. Um, this is my will and testament. And, uh, <laughs> but like, I, I want it to be like a celebration of life, right? Like, even when it's so cruel and it happens to someone so young or whatever, it's almost yeah. like, all right, you need to live even more for mm-hmm. them. You, you know, have like, that little boost. They you. got taken away from them. Yeah. Um, so no, I, yeah, to the point about going back to norm, I think mm-hmm. that's something I would want too. And I think other people need slash want mm-hmm. of something to remind them that things haven't changed maybe as much yes. as they thought. Things change, but maybe not as much. Or areas in your life. Like my yeah. being at home was not going to be the same for, you know, maybe ever. Yeah. But, you know, at school, like, and with a bunch of other 16-year-olds, like, we can move past this. Like, I can mm-hmm. go have fun. Like, I can go, you know, join drama club. And I can... I can still do things. I can still go to my job where not everyone knows or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the worst parts, and still is some... I mean, now, I mean, I haven't even, you know, broke because it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say detached from it. But mm-hmm. it's just a fact of my life at this point, And I've been able to yeah. sort of handle every emotion that I've, I've had with You've it. You've already mentally gone through... Yeah, many of I would say like after f- I would say like Triggers, five we'll years. Say, sure, that yeah, might come up. Yeah, like I, I mean, now that I say that, I'm like mm, definitely broke down this summer. But um, that was also like after some day drinking. So um, weird combo. <laughs> and like I think my like retinas got burned that day. Bad, bad combo. <laughs> but um, oh gosh, what was I gonna say? So even after all that time, or something that I've kind of, I think gotten to a good place, but still sort of working through is just like how to tell people. Yeah. Because I mean, even like there's so many people who think I'm one of five because mm-hmm. I just started saying that. I used to always say I'm one of six yeah, and I'd be like, yeah. all right, so there's the older sister, the older brother, two younger sisters. Oh wait, oh, that's five and you, not six. You don't want to say, oh man, I said a bubble in my throat. <laughs> Did you just have helium? I know, a bubble in my throat. But you don't want to, you don't want to disregard. No, You're not going ex- to exactly. And so, you know? yeah, so it's like almost like having to fill a hole in a story. Yes, over and over. But again. that was constantly what would com- yeah. would would bring it back out. It was like, oh well. I remember, you know, a year and a half after I was going for a lot of like scholarship interviews and college interviews and things like that, and people would 
you know, somehow or another would come out and I was just like, all of a sudden, like, it was like the day it happened all over again. It was just like all emotions and, um, and so, yeah, I think that that is a very interesting thing that comes is how you go about talking about it. But now it's just, you know, it's, it's matter of the fact. It's something that made me honestly, I would never wish it on a worse person. Obviously I wish he was still here more than anything. Um, but like being able to sort of learn from that experience and then say like, yeah, this shitty thing happened to me, but you know, this, this bad thing happened to me, but here is, you know, what I've been able to do, what I learned from it, what I'm able to hopefully teach and encourage other people to do when they go through similar hard things. Or when I go through my own difficult things now and say mm-hmm. like, well, it'll never be that bad. Or here's these tools that yeah. even as, you know, a, a teenager, you were able to utilize to get through hardships or whatever. And sometimes it's annoying though, yeah. because you just want to be in your feelings like, oh, like I, you know, didn't get that like special project yeah. or like they don't like me. And I'm like, well, I know I just want to be like disappointed in it. Like not everything has yeah. to be compared to the worst thing that ever happened in my life. You know, that's a good point to bring up. Um, yeah. That the skills you learn in something that you would say is the worst thing in your life can really help you in tackling things that are less worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot At, more, uh, with a lot more ease. Yeah. And, and honestly, like some of them came from like him too. Like in things mm. that like my mom would tell me afterwards, like, you know, DJ just thought the world of you, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, he was really worried about like, he's, you know, would talk about like your health because, you know, all I did was I was super sedentary. I was yeah. like super, you know, being overweight is one thing, but being like obese and unhappy about it is another thing. And yeah. it's kind of like, wow, like if he could see through that, he was worried about that. Like maybe that's something that I should start focusing on. And yeah. that's when I kind of started to change my eating habits and, and starting to exercise and whatnot and getting in shape. And, you know, in turn, like that helped, you know, my mental health and, yeah. um, you know, the way I thought of myself and just my energy and all of those good things. Or, you know, like... You had some flowers start blossoming out of... That's know, a really good way... Of- Yes, exactly. And dirt, maybe. Yeah, all that. Um, <laughs> what is like all that fertilizer? <laughs> I was like, I was trying to describe all that like, crap that I, that I went through. I was like, I was like, I was yeah, like, I was really doing, help flowers bloom. I was doing bright. like phoenix from the ashes. Yeah, no, it also, but it, I, I thought more like multiple flowers coming out of it. It's not just one phoenix rising, from, right? It's you it's know, in ashes. It's it's really terrible that it takes that. But I often look at people. Oh, now wow. now I'm going wow. off. <laughs> Buzzfeed, get away from us. But. Um, you know, and I, again, I don't, so what I, what I think I, I try to do in terms of my own getting over my own grief and sort of like where I'm at now is by, you know, being able to help other people and mm-hmm. not that I'm like out there on like, I always imagine after it happened that I'd be like at high schools all yeah. the time, like talking about like, don't do drugs and yeah, like, yeah. like love the ones you're with or whatever. But it's more so just like, I never leave the house. Like if I'm visiting my parents, like even if I just had to grab something or whatever, like I never leave the house without like going and telling them I love them or, yeah. um, you know, whenever um, I, like telling someone to like drive safe or yeah. ending, uh, like on the phone, like ending when you're talking to someone on the phone on a bad note, like with an argument or whatever, Mm -hmm. like the amount of times that I've called my mom back or one of my sisters because one of us like hung up on the other one. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's not how, if anything were to happen, like that's not how I want to, I don't want to remember, or I don't want you to remember me from this item. And so a lot of people, you know, describe me as really, really nice or whatever, Mm -hmm. which is funny because other (laughs) other people would say I'm not, (laughs) I always say I'm the sweetest. uh, 
the sweetest female dog you'll ever meet. Um, <laughs> just like Sammy from Jersey Shore. Sammy sweetheart. Uh, but I think a lot of that has to do with like, you really don't know when your expiration day is coming. You, yeah. you don't, you want to be remembered for like hopefully bringing good into people's lives. <laughs> Not that I do that every day. Um, no, but you, you do do little things to make sure that people are maybe a little bit happier every single Hopefully, day. Yeah. yeah. So I think so that you know, ultimately having that in your back of your head, in the back of your head. Yeah. And some people, it doesn't take to, terrible yeah. trauma for that to happen to them and good for no. them. But I mean, I was a super duper selfish person probably yeah. before. You were. I was going to say something. Yeah. When I, you <laughs> when knew, I didn't know when you. you didn't know me a decade ago. <laughs> it was going to come um, from the future. <laughs> but I, I think back on like certain things, you know, and like, yeah. oh, well, yeah. Well, mm. That's one thing that I've always taken from seeing in like media or shows or experiencing it in real life and hearing friends is the whole really like tell people how you feel which i think has again spurred from my early childhood experience with that girl and then uh you know doing that with like even like friends though i started you know i usually will say you know how much they um how much i appreciate them how much you know i like them a lot um you're really good at that and made sure make sure to be saying those kinds of things because why not yeah. Why not make someone stay today instead of waiting? Or, yeah, I feel like people who are like, why do, why do people always hug when like they're leaving or whatever? Yeah. Like, why can't we just say goodbye or whatever? It's like... Hugging so nice. Because, yeah, <laughs> because why not? Like, why not just add a little bit more niceness and like yeah. pleasure and love and mm-hmm. all of those things into your life? You know, you don't... Yeah. Well, and I think you are do you know, you might not be traveling the world going to high schools to talk about this. But (laughs) I think being on this podcast and I really appreciate you talking about it, um, makes a huge difference, I think. Yeah, and I I mean, I welcome any opportunity just because I've been so fortunate in life. I think Mm -hmm. I was able to separate it as sort of like an anomaly um of my life and sort of say like this was that this is the stress of that cause and here's what I, you know, took away from it. Yeah. Um, where other people have a lot of crap on top of crap on top of crap that happens to them and yeah. they don't know where it all came from and i can say like hey here's specifically what this did here's how yeah. i am working to overcome it and all those things yeah but yeah thank you sense. for asking me i love having you <laughs> <laughs> next week, uh, uh, next week so you're back <laughs> again bill so get out of my apartment i literally love having you so much i i want you to come back now <laughs> um, but uh, we thought we'd end it with some music recommendations because oh, I had a couple, right. so we'll do them pretty quick. But uh, one of mine is Netta, N-E-T-T-A. She is so a winner good. of Eurovision. Uh, she's from Israel. And she has some like she has some music coming out that is very similar to the stuff that she's done, but it's more things that you would hear in more mainstream. So she clearly is trying to get on that bandwagon and she kind of has it's a it's music that you've probably heard before but i think it's a style of doing it that's new and fresh and very uh edm meets uh more dance (laughs) meets a vocalist vocalist, like she's a a beautiful voice really great rhythm yeah like just excellent rhythms to like and sometimes kind of dreamy too dreamy kind of i love things like that i love techno music that makes you like like i love the drawn out like Uh uh-huh 
voices, I guess you hear in like, and, like techno global music and inspirations. Stuff. It's yeah, and she's global. So Ryan just sent me her this morning, and I'm already like, yep, stamp of <laughs> approval. Uh, um, the song they should listen to. Oh yeah, what was the name of it? It was called Spell It Bas- Out. <laughs> it's called Basa Sababa, but you would search any TTA on YouTube, and then it's B A S S A space S A B A B A. And I posted a little bit. Uh, so good. I, I posted a little snippet on my Instagram, <laughs> but she's really good. And then another one is Georgia Smith, spelled J O R J A Smith. Uh, but she's a upcoming artist. That's uh, she's had a. I mean, she has like millions of followers already, but she hasn't been mainstream. I would say, mm-hmm. but it's very like soulful acoustic mm. type music, but her voice is just amazing. It's so good. And she just came out with, uh, she's done albums before, but she came out with a new single that I think is part of an album that's good. Like, cause she's like nominated. She's for a, teasing for an album. Yeah. She's nominated for a Brit. So like, I think she knew oh. she was going to be on the up swing. So it's yeah. like that album that people <laughs> release when they know they're about to be more, we all remember more In the Lonely Hour by Sam Smith. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> or like even Adele's. Like, oh so. my gosh, yeah. Although she had a good first album before she was gigantic. She doesn't um, need our recommendations. She doesn't need a recommendation. You all know her. You know Sam. You know her, you love her. It's Adele. <laughs> <laughs> that was me saying Adele with a British accent. <laughs> a heavy British accent. Oh, that's um, awesome. Okay, what are you I need to pay more attention to her, but thank you so much for Netta. Like, yes. That's made my morning. Um, <laughs> so for me, everyone knows I love a recommendation. So I have two song ones, but um, this weekend, um, Jemai, Private School Gal, was brought back into my life. It... Listen. Spell it out. You, J, J, isn't it J? J-A apostrophe M-I-E. That's Her name is J-B. Um, but she goes by Jemay. And I could do like 40 podcasts just like, there's six, like 45 recapping minute episodes. Episode. Just recapping. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's by Chris Lilly, Summer High Tie, if you're familiar. You probably have already seen it. It's been out for like... It's, are you seen like memes or YouTube? Five years. Like, yeah. Like that. And every trigger warning attached to it. Like it is the most inappropriate show that has ever existed. But mm-hmm. it is like hurts your belly laughing. So yeah. as... To, maybe that's like my comment, like my, uh, it's my anecdote if you got a little bummed out during this podcast. Yeah. Um, it's on Netflix. And if you didn't, where's your heart? <laughs> and then um, my two music recommendations. So I could go on and on um but the ones that, that are like my little earworms this week are ben plot from um from pitch perfect fame and then from dear evan oh, hansen fame yeah, yeah. yeah the like oddball mm-hmm. um he has an album calling out called sing to me instead which is like just the title alone like, yeah oh so good but the first single from it is bad habit and it is like vocals 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 so good what's this bad habit no. I know, like Is the it person. Oh. <laughs> right? oh, stop. Was that a read? <laughs> uh, um, and then my other one would be um, Leon. Leon? How do we think Leon? we say this? I would say Leon. Yeah, I think so. Um, Leon. She, that's very uh, Leon. <laughs> so the song you would probably know is Tired of Talking, I would say. Um, but and she just put out a song with Gray as well called "Want You Back." That is a bop. So if you mm-hmm. like Netta, look for that song. Um, but she's also about to release an album as well. You guys are welcome for these album recommendations. And "You and I" is the first single from it. And oh my god, Lady Gaga. 
<laughs> it's just a cover. No, it's an original, but it's L um, E with a cool little uh, marking over it. Gotcha. O N. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, speaking of tired of talking, I'm done. I'm just wow. Well, I have to get back to work, so this is probably not a bad idea. Uh, but no, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me anytime. Literally, um, all literally, the time. All the time. <laughs> um, but for all of you listeners out there, be sure to subscribe. Give us a review of how you're feeling about the So Your Podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts. That way we can make it better for everybody else or continue doing the great things that we're already doing. Um, but go out there. Call, call your mom. Call your mom. Call or call dad, someone that you call love. Call your siblings. Tell someone you love them. Mm-hmm. Tell someone you love them. That's it. Even a stranger. That'd no. be good too. Or tell a stranger Sometimes. you are loved. There, there you there go. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> someone might be like, oh my gosh, I was waiting for my significant other to come into my life or something. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or they're like, please leave me alone. Yeah. Sorry, man. Can you can you please step away? <laughs> uh, but have a wonderful day. <laughs>